0: You've got it tuned to The Rendezvous.
1: Bonjour, good evening, bonsoir, welcome to The Rendezvous. I hope you had a great weekend. I don't know what you did, but can I tell you what I did? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> just It's cold up north in Chicago, so I, I just stayed uh, in my condo, uh, actually had a little sushi, and then read. I love to read books. So I'm happy to be back at work on Monday. You know, especially for us, you know, in the northern part of America, winter is a time of relaxation, of, of, of coziness, hibernation. I, actually, I love it. It doesn't bother me. So anyway, I hope you had a great weekend, maybe more romantic than mine. And then you have questions, maybe. If you do, call me, 855-905-8255. You have a question for me about your relationship? Call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jodie.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, and welcome to The Rendezvous. What's going on?
0: Well, I have a question about um, the type of guys that I get in relationships with. I've been mm-hmm. in several long-term relationships, and they always fall apart, and I keep getting into the relationships with the same type of guy. Usually, it's a bad boy or a narcissist, and I just want to want to know how I can avoid this. How can I avoid getting into the same relationship over and over.
1: Sure. How long do you think you've been dating bad boys?
0: <laughs> my, my whole life, ever since I was a teenager.
1: Okay, so let's be 100% honest. What do you like at first in those toxic bad boys? What is it you really like?
0: Oh, I love artists. I the Creativity. If it's an artist or a musician or an actor, they immediately have my attention, immediately. I really, really like a guy to show off his talent.
1: Okay, when a guy does this, so then the relationship starts. You have red flags, Do you think you ignore red flags? What happens?
0: Well, usually the red flag is that they uh, don't really respect women. <laughs> I, <laughs> I see. can pick but, up on those vibes.
1: <laughs> but you still go out with them.
0: Yes, I do.
1: Okay, and you know why?
0: Uh, th- th- I find them exciting. I find them interesting. I've. I've gone out on dates with, like, I don't want to call them normal guys because I don't want to insult them, but, like, you know, Bob from accounting who, you know, sits and works on spreadsheets all day. That just, those type of guys do not interest me at all. Boring, boring, boring.
1: Okay, Jody, but here's the final question. Do you want to be loved or you want to be hated?
0: I want to be loved, yeah.
1: Okay. So here's the thing. Every time you date a bad guy, a bad boy, he doesn't care about you, but you still like him. So if you like to be you know, humiliated, if you like to be hated, if you like to be rejected, you can continue to do so. But if you called me for advice, my advice is protect your heart.
2: Don't mm. worry about
1: what, it's not what the man does. It's how big his heart is for you. I want you to be the object of admiration, not submission. Mm. I want you to be somebody he admires and you're not a rock star or a movie star. So you, the equilibrium in the relationship is to your disadvantage. So mm-hmm. every time you're going to date again, think, do I want to be loved or hated again? And then make your choice, mm. okay?
0: Yes, yes, I understand. Thank That's you. Thank you very you much. You're most welcome.
1: That's, That's the ultimate advice. choice to make in life. Have a good night and good luck to you. All right. Thank you, Simon. You know, stand by, because I really want to explore with you what are the red flags when you meet a player or bad boys. I just want you to have them, so stay with me. That's coming up next. Have you ever dated what they call a bad boy? My last caller, Jody, said, you know, I'm attracted to only to bad boy, which she called like musicians, rock star, actors, narcissists, right? So how to avoid a player? How to avoid a bad boy? First sign, they know what you want to hear. Right, so they, they have this, this knowledge because they played other women before you or other men or whatever. They've played people before you. And they ask you too much questions to make you feel like on a pedestal. That's that's Remember that. If you spend the whole dinner answering questions and not asking as many questions as your partner, something is off, number one. Number two, there's the other sign, which is, you know, They don't make plans for the future. They want to keep you anonymous. They organize things so they isolate you in the relationship, right? So you're not up in the sun or public. You're just in the shadow. So I want you to keep that in mind. A narcissist will make you prisoner of his narcissism. It's going to be all about him because he's the key to make you feel good. I have another piece of advice to give you about this. So stay with me. Have you ever dated a bad boy? Are you attracted to bad boys like my last caller, Jody? So I said, you know, narcissists, they know to give you attention at the beginning and then take it all away from you. And then it's all about them again. That's a sign. The second thing you you really need to remember that, you know, if you don't feel good at the dinner or after a few dates or after a few weeks, don't convince yourself that that guy is great. He's not because your intuition cannot be wrong right? So you don't have to ask your girlfriend. Just ask yourself, is this guy good for me? Not does he make me feel happy? Does he? No, 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 no. Is he good and healthy for my heart and for my soul? And then you just follow the answer. Always respect your intuition's answer. That's the best advice I can give you on this. Any more questions? 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255 in French in English 855-905-8255 Any questions about your relationship call me right now. Marilyn, bonjour.
3: Bonjour, simon
1: Bonjour Marilyn, welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? What's up? Thank you.
3: So, um I have a scenario that I really need help with. Um mm-hmm. it involves one of my friends who, you know, we lost communication uh, we lost touch but we're still friends and she happens to be getting married the same week that my younger sister is getting married and my mother's 60th birthday like all this is happening back to back tuesday thursday and then saturday so um this friend of mine has asked me to be her maid of honor and wants me to come to her wedding but i don't want to and i don't want her to think that i'm like jealous of her or you know, since she's getting married, everyone's getting married, I just don't want to come. So what should I tell this friend so that I don't have to go?
1: Right. Um, just explain to me, why would you think that she's going to think that you're jealous? What What is the reason of that?
3: So her and her husband-to-be are like super religious. He's like a mm-hmm. preacher's son and... She's getting married now after she's done years of dirt. You know how that is. But we've done dirt together. Not saying we haven't. But <laughs> she is judgmental of me not being a married woman. And she wants to hook me up with a groomsman. I already know. She already oh. said that. All
1: right. But I don't want to so- go. I don't want to oh listen, I, I I get it. first of all, it's your right not to go. So how about you don't have to go very far. so listen, there's uh, my family is is I have other members of the family getting married. My mother is celebrating things. I'm sorry, I just can't make it. The simpler, the shorter, the better, right? So I would just leave it at that. She'll understand. um, you don't you know you don't have to explain more than that. You're busy. your family's doing other things. She's not directly your family. She's a friend and um and that's all good, just
3: that simple, huh. Okay, I think overthinking
1: it then. <laughs> I think so too, Marilyn. I do that sometimes too, but I think so too. I think you just keep it short, keep it sweet, be direct. I just can't make it, I'm sorry. But congratulations, and maybe, you know, if you like them, send a little gift or something. But nothing more than that, something sweet, something friendly, and that's it.
3: Perfect. Okay, I'll do that. Oh, Thank you.
1: I'm glad you called me. Thank you so much, and have a good night. You too. I got to go to my email because I got a question about a phone that is causing problem in a relationship. Let's see what's going on. That's next. Bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. I've got some good news for you. You know, if you can't dial in right now and you have a question, you can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's this uh, email about tonight?
2: All right. So this listener email is from Brock. That says, bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Brock.
2: My girlfriend wants me to go through my phone and delete the contact info for every single woman I've ever dated, had wow. a la la with, or even liked. I have people in my contacts from over 10 years ago, and I think it's ridiculous for her to ask me to do that. But she's insisting that if I want to be in a relationship with her, I have to do it. What would you do, Simon.
1: Brock, that, I mean, what a unique situation you're in. You start dating somebody, they tell you you have to delete all your contacts, everybody you had, you know, date or ooh and everything else like this. Should you do it? I'll tell you that next. Stay with me. Listen to this one. I mean, Brack sent me an email saying, listen, I met this girl, and basically she said, I need to delete from my cell phone all the contacts of all the girls I've dated, had ooh la or anything to do romantic with. Should I do it? Brack, I don't think you should do it. I think that that's a bit extreme at the beginning, right? I understand maybe, let's say, you guys are about to get engaged. But at the beginning, to require that, no, I'm sorry, I won't do it. I mean, that's my advice. You can do differently. But if you ask me, if somebody asks me to delete the phone numbers of the women I dated, I loved, and that I'm still friends with, and we just started dating... I would say hasta la vista. That's what I would say. Au revoir. I really think that there is limits to what we should ask at the beginning of a relationship. And this is not something you should give in to. So I'm firm about this. Don't delete all those numbers yet. It's way too early. Uh, You call that next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, I'm Simon Marcel. You have a question about your relationship? Just darling... 855-905-8255. I'm here right now for you. Bonjour, Kevin.
4: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour. What's going on, Kevin? How can I help you?
4: Uh, I've been dating this girl for a while. Uh, We're going real well. I'm enjoying Mm it. It's been about a year. And I'm nervous about her ex. Okay. She's a woman, but they hang out a lot. And it feels like her ex is still in love with her. Should I be nervous or weirded out by that?
1: Okay, that's a great question, Kevin. So tell me why are you nervous? What makes you nervous?
4: I mean, first of all, like she's known her longer than me and they also dated for they dated okay. for a while mm-hmm. and it just feels like sometimes they get back into that. I'll like I'll walk in sometimes, they'll be hanging out and I'll just find them kind of cuddling. And while awesome. that might be okay like with a girl she's never dated, it kind of freaks me out a bit, but I don't want to come off as just the jealous boyfriend that's trying to get okay. her away from her friends.
1: So, Kevin, do you think that if you found her cuddling with another guy, how upset would you be?
4: I mean, if it was another guy, it would probably feel easier to talk about. I'd be about the same level of upset, but I feel like it would be easier than if another girl. It's like they have that, you know, kind of girl camaraderie going on. They still have that, Bond, just we're girlfriends. But if it's a guy, I'd be like, stop cuddling with another dude.
1: I got it. Listen, um, your relationship, your rules. I don't want you to be afraid of her and engaging in a conversation, which is very healthy, which is, Kevin, you say, listen, I'm uncomfortable sometimes. I go home, you guys are cuddling. It's just too much for me. And and then you tell her, how would you feel if it was me cuddling with an ex-girlfriend in front of you? How would you feel? I'm sure you wouldn't like it. So I think it'd be best that you know everybody's friend with everybody. your are friend with your ex. I like her too. She's cool, but no more cuddling because that makes me feel uncomfortable. I said that just that's the line. No touching. I I would say that, Kevin. I would I would speak up.
4: Yeah, that that sounds like a great idea. I've just Don't been be... worried about it, and I kind of need someone to give me a push.
1: That's what I'm here for. And so have a good conversation, friendly but you know firm, and she'll understand. And then I think it will be all good. All right, man. All right. You're welcome. Have a good uh, night and good luck to you guys. Thank you very much. You have a great night. Oh, I got to answer that email because somebody has a question about money at the beginning of a relationship. Stay with me. That's next. If you have a question about your relationship, something's going on in your life, you need my advice. You can't call in right now, but you can always email me your question at the dot com. Trish, what's this email about exactly?
2: Okay, so this is actually a date or dump email that's um, from Willie that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Willie. I've been dating a woman for the past few weeks, and she just sent me a text that said she's having some financial troubles, and she asked me for $1,000. Wow. There was no mention of paying me back. She just said that she needed it because she's falling behind on bills. I'm not a rich guy by any means, and I really don't know what to do. What would you do in
1: my situation? So, Willie, basically, you start dating this girl, and out of the blue, she says, I need $1,000 to help me pay for my bills. What should you do? Stay with me. I'm going to tell you that next. I mean, what would you do? You start dating somebody, and they ask you for $1,000 randomly, $1,000, a lot of money. Saying, you know, they need to pay off the bills or, you know, and they don't even mention paying you back. That's what happened to Will, who just said, you know, date or dump, what should I do? This girl asked me for $1,000. I don't know what to do. Here's my advice. First of all, $1,000 is a lot of money. So I don't think you should give it to her. I think it's not normal to ask somebody you start dating for $1,000 just like that. The intention doesn't seem to be very good. And I don't want you to be a sucker, too. So my answer is dump. And i don't like to say it because i'm a romantic i like to keep people together but i don't want you to be taken for granted if it starts by asking you a thousand dollar in the beginning what is it going to be in six months or a year i don't even think about this so dump her and move on to somebody's here for you not for your money i want to move on to a love story now so if you have one call me please 855-905-8255 bonsoir simon marcel if you don't know by now the sound of romance, do like me, listen to those stories on the rendezvous. Micha, bonjour.
5: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Micha. You have lived and experienced a romantic story in your life?
5: I have. Um, actually, I met this beautiful, the most handsome French guy ever in Havana. Um, mm-hmm. And we hung out, we had a couple of drinks, and I thought nothing of it. I traveled the world a lot. But the energy was there, and um, it was exciting, and we were enthused to get to know one another, but we ended up keeping in touch. And so the following summer, he decided to fly me out to France. So I was in Paris a couple of days, and then thereafter, I flew to Toulouse. And when I got Mm -hmm. to Toulouse, we hung out, and he cooked for me, so, like, traditional French stuff. So, like... um, duck and potatoes and we had dry sausage and delicious wines and flan mm-hmm. and it was just so awesome
4: mm-hmm. and
5: then we decided that we would go to Barcelona together so we drove um, well he drove his Audi to Barcelona from Toulouse so we had an opportunity to see like all the beautiful yes um, uh, sceneries and uh, you know just how beautiful the south of France is and um, once we got to Barcelona we hung out um <laughs> We made love and, you know, we cook and we ate just delicious food. So, yeah, that that's probably, you know, the most romantic story of my life. And um, we're still amazing friends today. Um, and, yeah, it was just full of so much joy and romance. I like and, that. Yeah, a time.
1: Yes, you know, thank you for sharing. I, I love that story. It's full of joie de vivre, joy of life, mm-hmm. which is so ingrained in the French culture. Love Life, and Joie de Vivre. And I think you went through that with this Frenchman. I'm glad you went to France, to the south of France, Toulouse, and then to Spain, Barcelona. What a trip. Mm-hmm. Huh? What a trip. Yes.
5: Beautiful. Yes. Just
1: stunning. I want to go back. So You just made me think of all that. Thank you so much, Michel, for sharing that romantic story. For sure, great romantic trip. Thank you so much, and, and have a good night.
5: Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: More rendez-vous next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Thank you for staying with me all night. You know, I wonder, I'm here in the studio with my teams. It's cold right now. I just wonder, what do you do when you listen to The Rendezvous? What are you doing? I'm curious, you know, I wonder, so whatever you're doing, Do me a favor. Tweet me tonight or tomorrow. What are you doing when you listen to The Rendezvous at Rendezvous Radio? I'm always intrigued. Simon, I'm doing this, doing that. I just love the idea. There's so many of us listening to this show and and, and the the stories you share. Just, you know, I feel like we're a huge group of friends listening to The Rendezvous. Anyway, I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. Have a good night. Et bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.